Hello, everyone, and welcome to ODC Ministries Podcast, Conversations with Pastor ODC. We are so happy to have you as a part of our listening audience, and we pray that you are truly being blessed by the content of each episode. We want to remind you that our podcast can be found on Google Music Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Crashbox, and other podcast platforms. You can also follow us by liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our YouTube channel, ODC TV, or visiting us at www.pastorodc.com. Today I want to talk to you about embracing new seasons in your life. I love this time of year. The trees are transforming before our very eyes. The trees are freely blowing as the autumn breeze penetrates the intense summer heat. The season is changing, and we are anxiously anticipating fall's arrival. We can feel it. We can sense it. We can even taste it. In fact, according to the calendar, fall has already arrived as of September 23rd. But we still say the season is changing because we can still feel the summer heat stubbornly refusing to leave us. This is how it is in life. Seasons change, and sometimes the effects of the last season lingers. The new season cannot be fully enjoyed because we're psychologically in the last season. We fail to embrace the new season in our lives. And this is what happens in Naomi's life. Ruth chapter 1 verses 19 through 22 records the following. So the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the women said, Is this Naomi? And she said to them, Do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went away full, and the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me? So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, with her, who returned from the country of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley harvest. Notice that Naomi says, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. Mara means bitter. And she gives the reason for calling her Mara. She gives the reason for changing her name. She says, the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. Life was bitter, and subsequently, she became bitter. Naomi has just endured a very difficult season in her life. The last 10 years have proven to be very challenging for her. You see, 10 years ago, Naomi and her husband, along with their two sons, left Bethlehem to go to Moab because of a drought. They were seeking food. Naomi leaves, and she's very optimistic of the promise that she has of finding food in Moab. But more importantly, she's optimistic about her future with her husband and her two sons. She can envision her growing old with her husband and watching her sons mature and get wives and build families of their own. Naomi has a very clear picture of what her future should look like. But these 10 years has brought a multiple of life-changing events into her life. And that bright, pretty picture that she had when she left Bethlehem 10 years ago has turned into a dismal and depressing reality. So much so that she says, don't call me Naomi, call me Mara. Of course, we can understand when we hear a story. Her husband dies. The love of her life is suddenly taken away. But she finds comfort in having her two sons who will provide for her and will eventually have families of their own. 
her sons, find two beautiful Moabite women and marry them. But before they can have children, both of her sons are dead. Three funerals, three gravesides, and a strange country. No wonder Naomi says, call me Mara, for the Lord has dealt bitterly with me. We can truly empathize with her. Who can imagine 10 years such back-to-back tragedy? The loss of a spouse, the loss of her eldest son, and then the loss of her baby boy. So now she returns back to Bethlehem with her daughter-in-law, Ruth. And when she comes into the city, the town is stirred because they have not seen her for 10 years. And they ask the question, is that Naomi? Why are they surprised? Maybe it's because the bitterness that has been going on around her has not only affected her emotionally and internally, it even shows up in her physical appearance. Perhaps she even looks bitter. She's gone through it. She tells them, I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. I went away with so much optimism. I went away thinking that the best was ahead of me. I went away with big plans, and I've come back empty. I'm a widow in a very patriarchal society in which women depended upon males to provide for them security and well-being. She says, I'm bitter. Perhaps you can identify with her. Maybe the last two, three, five, ten years of your life has been difficult. Maybe you have experienced personal calamities and disappointments. And you too can say, a few years ago I was full, but now I'm bitter. I was optimistic, but now I'm bitter. I was joyful, but now I'm bitter. Friends, I suggest to you that no matter where you are in your life, no matter how difficult past season has been, The Lord is bringing you into a new season. The Lord is bringing you to a place of fresh opportunities and new beginnings. But you must be careful that you don't become so psychologically damaged by the disappointments in the past that you fail to embrace the possibilities of your future. Naomi is bitter, and we understand why. But even in the midst of her bitterness, she still has a lot to be thankful for. First, she can be thankful for life because there are three graves in Moab. Three graves where the occupants are her family members. But God has brought her through that difficult season into a new season in her life. She made it. She survived. What others could not stomach, what others could not endure, by God's grace and mercy, she got to the other side. And she can be thankful that she's alive. And you too can be thankful, regardless of what has happened in your past, that you are alive. You can be thankful that you made it. You can be thankful that it did not take you out. It did not take you under. You survived. But not only can she be thankful that she's alive, she can also be thankful for the people that God has brought into her life. Sure, her husband is deceased and her sons are gone too soon, but she has her daughter-in-law, Ruth, someone who has been with her through the difficult season, someone who has been a source of comfort and strength, someone who's also cried with her because she's a widow too. Someone who's been a support system and someone who the Lord will use in the coming days to bring about stability in her life. And you too, my friend, can be grateful for the people around you. That Even though you've gone through a difficult season, the Lord has put people around you, people in your life that has encouraged you, have prayed with you, have been resourceful towards you. People who have looked out for your best interests. People who would not allow you to throw in the towel. People who would not give up on you even when you felt like giving up on yourself. She can be grateful for life. Be grateful for people in her life. 
But she can also be thankful and grateful that the Lord has brought her to a new season. Verse 22 says that they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley harvest. This is during the springtime of the year. New life, new beginnings. Barley harvest means that the fields are ripe with harvest. Barley harvest means that there is no longer a drought in Bethlehem. That the fields are filled and people can reap the harvest. And the Lord has brought Naomi back home with a fresh opportunity toward a new start in life. How good God is. That even when life deals bitterly with us, and even when things don't go our way, and even when it seems our world is turned upside down, and we went to bed on top of the world and woke up and the world was on top of us, and no one seems to even care or understand, God has been faithful, sustaining us, been faithful to bring people into our lives to encourage us, and through his faithfulness, he's brought us to a new season. Is it possible that you're there, that you're right there in a new season? All types of possibilities ahead of you, but you are so devastated by the last season that you are about to miss out on the blessings of this new season. My friends, I know you may have come through a difficult time, and perhaps you may even be going through a difficult time, but be of good cheer. Trouble don't last always. There is a bright side, and the Lord is faithful to carry you through this season and bring you to the next season. And when you are there on the threshing floor of a new season, please don't be so psychologically attached to the past that you can't embrace what's in front of you. Embrace the new season. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Embrace the new season because you're still here for a purpose. Embrace the new season because God has blessings in store for you. And you can say when it's all over, you don't look like what you've been through. Let's pray together. Father, I pray for my friends today. Lord, I pray that you will help them to embrace new seasons in their lives, new opportunities, fresh beginnings. I thank you for how you have brought them through the difficulties of the last season. I thank you for how you have sustained them amidst their tears, their frustrations and disappointments. And I thank you that their best days are ahead of them. Help them now to embrace the freshness of a new beginning. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that you will continue to follow our podcast. Until next time, God bless you. Bye-bye.